Hello and welcome back to Lounging with Books. I'm Sophie. And I'm Claire. And welcome to our podcast where two ex-librarians stay in touch with the power of books. So last week we had to get to page 50 of Convenience Store Woman. Which we both did because this book is so easy to read. Yeah, I just wanted to carry on reading actually. I got to page 50 I know. and I was like, oh, I just want to keep going. But no, <laughs> I stopped. It took a lot of willpower i made sure that i only read it yesterday because i knew i'd want to carry on reading yeah (laughs) and i've got to say it only took about 20 minutes to get to that point yeah it doesn't take long well i have been quite entertained by uh the reading of it um the bit that straight on really it went straight into quite a funny bit where she was at school where it was the bird and the spade incident I don't know whether you read you. <laughs> uh, you. You don't know if I've read it. Uh, I haven't done the book club. I've not read it. No, I did. That was a really goofy thing to say. Yeah, it's where she wanted to take the bird home and eat it, and yes, and everybody and was like, to "Bury it." Yeah, I want to bury this. I want to bury the bird. And actually, then she was saying, "Well, actually, we could do with a few more because one bird's not going to be enough for the family." She's very pragmatic about it, wasn't she? Yeah, I kind of like the way she thinks. But for me, she went a bit... I was on board with all of her thinking process until the point where she pulled a teacher's knickers down just to make her quiet. (laughs) And I thought, no way would that cross anybody else's mind. Like, that person's life is just ruined. No, you definitely wouldn't. She went too far. Yeah, she did go too far with that. I mean, yeah, I mean, she hit the the two the boys over the head with the spade to stop them fighting but yeah pulling the knickers down on a teacher I don't think you should be doing that (laughs) (laughs) and it was quite funny because obviously her parents are having to deal with this and um, there was a really lovely word which I picked out called assiduously which um, describes how they coped with her and basically with great care and perseverance I must have skipped over that word because as you said that, I was like, what does that even mean? But I would have read that and just made up my own interpretation. But it's, that's cool. It's a good word, Trust isn't you it? Trust to come with a vocab. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always it's come me, with a vocab. Well, I know because I, you know what I'm like, you know, when I, I mean, that's why I don't like fantasy books because they have vocab that I can't look up in the dictionary. Yeah, because it's just <laughs> made it's up. made up. I mean... What I'm enjoying about this book is that she clearly doesn't fit into society very well and she finds this convenience store and this convenience store is quite odd because as soon as you step through the door you've got to follow a strict set of rules, you've got to act a certain way, you've got to say certain things, you've all got to wear the same uniform and it's very like this is how you have to be which is great for her because she doesn't know how to be in the world and this convenience store kind of gives her a manual but that's just also crazy. Well, it is. I mean, you, you take the sort of the training. She She's loving it because everybody's dressed in the same uniform. Everybody has to say the same greetings. Everybody has to do the same thing. And she's definitely in her comfort zone there where she's playing shop. And then they come out of that character, don't they? And they're quite happy to go back into their lives. And she's like, oh, I was really enjoying that. Yes, and what I liked as well is that as different people come into the shop who work there, she takes on their personalities so she knows how to speak to everyone because she just kind of gives holds up a mirror to them and gives them what they want to hear and I think that's quite interesting. But what I liked as well is that there's a character in the book, I've forgotten her name, is it Miss... Mrs. Izumi. 
Yeah. And she copies her a lot, especially like her fashion style. Yeah, she does. But then she also notices that the manager and other people in the store talk like Miss Azumi as well. It's not just her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of shows that other people mimic as well. Mrs. Azumi seems like a really nice character, actually. I really like her. I think she's really, really good for um, the main character. I think she needs a character like that in her life. I think she's going to give her a bit of stability, isn't she? And I mean, what I don't like is that the 50 pages kind of ends when someone else has joined the store. Mm. And he's this young man who is very nonchalant, doesn't give a damn... And he's kind of come in, and I'm not sure if he's going to be an antagonist to Kiko or mm. if he's going to be maybe a love interest because there was a talk of having boyfriends and getting married and then this man turns up. Yes. But I don't know. I personally, as soon as he turned up, my like little red flags were going. I was like, he's dangerous. Yeah, I think because um, she sees that convenience store as a bit of a safe space, doesn't she? And I, mm. I think he's, I don't know whether he's going to be good there. I don't think he's going to follow what everybody, what you are meant to do in that convenience store. I think he's going to go outside the box and I think she's going to find that quite hard. But is there, is it going to be a love interest? I don't know. I know. That would be crazy if it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised with this book. Anything is possible because I think she might just think that's something I've got to do. Yeah. And he's so, like, doesn't care that maybe he'll just go with it. But I think she's quite... I wouldn't say she's like Eleanor Oliphant, because I think they're different. But at the same point, I would say both characters have the same vulnerability. Yes. But they don't understand the world enough that people could easily manipulate them. And I, I'm worried yeah. that this man is going to manipulate her in a horrible mm. way or embarrass her. Yeah. And as you say, ruin that safe place. Because everyone there is so regimented and they're really, yeah. like... yeah really good at their jobs i must say well yeah and they do actually look up to her at the convenience store don't they because she's been there for so long and she knows what she's doing and she's very good at what she does there so going back a little bit because obviously yeah we talked about the love interest because she had that that um lunch with the friends didn't she and yeah and uh, the other little bit her sister plays quite a big part in her life doesn't she and gives her advice about how to answer answer certain questions and uh, she didn't quite answer the question right about love interest did she and just kind of got herself into a bit of a pickle so maybe she will be looking for a bit of love interest just so that she can talk about it we've not actually met her sister but with in terms of the love interest her sister gave her the answer of well there was someone I liked but I'm not a good judge of men and that's meant to be the vague answer that people go, oh, okay, so she has had that emotion, but she's just yeah. really bad. And, and they yeah. can make their own judgments. But Kiko just goes, no, never been in love, never really cared, really. Yeah. And I, I quite liked it because the people at that party was like, oh, yeah, the kids these days, they're all asexual, you know, or they don't really yes. care, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, they were fine, and I just thought know. that was quite a nice emotion yeah. because actually that is a conversation that's being had now that wouldn't have been had. Yeah. But, I just uh, didn't expect it in this book, I guess. No. No, I think it's going to be really good. It's quite entertaining and uh, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to reading. Are we going to read the next 50 pages, I think we're planning yes, to do? Yes, I think we'll go to 100. I yeah. mean, please read along with us. It's not, it does not take a long time to okay. read this book. You will cruise through it. I mean, for me, the biggest plot twist was um, they had chocolate and mango donuts. 
yeah. delivered to the shop and they've got to sell these donuts. Yeah. And she ate one and she's like, it's disgusting. And I was like, I could have told you that. Yeah. I could have told you that. I, was like, I don't even need to taste this. But they've got to sell loads of them. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do it. That's what, that is the plot that I'm hanging on to at the moment. Can she sell the donuts? Yeah. There was another... Actually, before we move on, there was another bit in the book is she gets off the bus a stop before her stop, doesn't she? So that she can see what's going on around her. So yeah, she can go to the shop. Day, yeah. <laughs> She's just so invested in this convenience store. I mean, I'm invested in this convenience store, I must say. I am interested in what they're selling. In my mind, I'm trying to picture it, and I'm like, it's got to be huge to fit in all this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? In, the, in my head, I'm, like, just picturing this kind of white, very medical-type block of a shop. Do you know what I mean? A oh, very, yeah. um, I don't know, and it's really, I, I don't know, quite small and quite compact with lots of stuff in it, but I don't know. I'm not imagining it to be big. It's funny how we've got different thoughts of it no, when I'm I mean, thinking of it. I think it, it is small, but it feels like it should be big. Yes. So, join us in reading the next 50 pages. I'm intrigued to see if this guy will be bad or will be a romance. Mm. And what other booky stuff have we been getting up to this week? So, I'm currently reading um, a book that was bought for me as a present from a student at Two Hill School. Um, and it's called Should We Stay or Should We Go by Lionel Schreiber. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Do they you like music? <laughs> yeah, it does sound like that. Determined to die with dignity, Kay and her husband Cyril, both healthy and vital medical professionals in their early 50s, make a pact to commit suicide together once they both turned 80. A lot can change in 30 years. However, by turns, hilarious and touching, playful and grave, should we stay or should we go, portrays 12 parallel universes each exploring a possible future for Kay and Cyril. Do they honour their agreement? And if not, will they live to regret it? I like books. Uh, this Ooh. is like, it's a bit like The Midnight Library by Matt Haig and um, Again Again by E. Lockhart. Yeah, you've read quite a lot of these parallel storylines, mm. like very philosophical reads. Mm. Yeah, this is quite dark humour. There's a, quite a lot of, yeah. It's quite Yeah, funny. it's a very dark topic, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, one of the scenarios in it is uh, what happens is uh, she ends up taking the pills and dies. And, oh. <laughs> and he's laid her on the sofa and then he's looking at her and he's actually thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to kill myself. I think I've still got to live my life. I'm healthy. I, I'm of mind. I... I don't know whether I can do this. I think I still have more in me. And uh, it's set in COVID times, so the funeral ends up being online. And his daughter is the, la is the last to leave the, the funeral and basically says to him, you know, why would mum do this? And why didn't you do it? And um, basically she knew what happened because the mum had sent her a text on that night saying what they were going to do only she hadn't seen the text until till the morning and then obviously she'd done it and dad was still there and she was going you know why 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 was it 
mum that did it and not you you know it was very much like that it was quite funny I, I love how the daughter's just nonplussed with it yeah She's just like yeah yeah mum's dead but why didn't you kill yourself too like what kid yeah. would say yeah. i wonder if in the other alternate storylines when he dies and the mum stays alive if she'll send the exact same message oh uh, yeah i don't know i don't know he's a funny character cyril is very funny he's uh you know all about brexit and what the nhs have done and stuff like that you can just imagine can't you (laughs) yeah very british (laughs) yes yeah british cantankerous man yeah exactly yeah and what have you been reading well i've been reading a bright ray of darkness by ethan Hawke, who is an actor so i wasn't actually sure if it'd be any good um but it's about an actor so actually I, i guess he's writing what he knows and I really like books that are based around fame because I think it's a really interesting topic. I really like The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which was like the golden era of Hollywood. And I just loved how it spoke about fame and all of kind of the dark grittiness of surrounding that. So I thought I'd like this because it's about an actor who has basically cheated on his wife on the set of his latest movie. And it's all over the press and his wife has asked for a divorce and she's a rock star. So it's like a big like Hollywood falling out and it's everywhere and he's come back to New York very ashamed wants his wife back and he's starring in this Broadway play and it's a Shakespeare play and the only thing he has left now is his acting so he wants this play to go well but he's worried he's going to be a bad father and he can't be a good father if he's not with his wife and he really wants his wife back but the more the book goes on the more you realize that he was in a very unhappy marriage and they were actually on a break anyway and I don't think they would have got back together, but he's just got this vision in his mind that he's meant to be in his wife and he's not meant to be with anyone else. But because they've split up, everyone in Hollywood is like, oh yeah, good on you, man, you know, go out there, get a younger woman and and live that kind of life where you just have a young woman on your arms like in rotation. So he's trying to do that because everyone's kind of saying that he should, but he just can't it like he he met this young girl and i say young girl she's like 20 but he's 40 so in my eyes <laughs> she's too young for him mm. but um and he just takes her home but then he just can't do it he just feels physically sick all the time because he wants to be with his wife and it's a really dark gritty book but i love the conversations about fame and how all of these narcotics and alcohol and everything's so easy to get mm. Yes. And all these fans are just like in his personal business and you're like, oh, actually, he is human and it is weird to have everybody know everything about you. And just the conversations about marriage and having affairs and all this stuff. Um, but I would say, actually, it is a very masculine read because obviously it's from the point of view of the man. Yeah. And everyone around him is kind of awful, the affair, and the way they talk about women is quite bad, I would say. Um, so as a woman reading this I am finding it hard at times because they almost speak about women as just being like meat, just like little playthings, especially um, the younger kind of woman he kind of has his wife on a pedestal but everyone else is just like to satisfy a need you know Yeah. it's, it's a very interesting point of view I wonder how much of it is based a bit on his life, I don't know yeah well it seems that way, he really gets into the character when I'm reading I really feel like I am the character going through all this it's uh 
yeah it's good i i'm only 50 pages in and it's 237 and i I hope it doesn't stay as dark as it is because i'm not sure how much i can take (laughs) of this like dark story um but i don't see it picking up in like happiness anytime soon i don't think it's going to be a cheery book (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a bright ray of darkness, which in itself is an oxymoron. I mean, I, I quite like a miserable book, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think you would really like this I book, I probably actually. would, yeah. The more miserable, the better, really. <laughs> I mean, you are reading about two people trying to kill themselves. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to our podcast. <laughs> Read depressing books. <laughs> Oh, this is why we're reading convenience store woman yeah <laughs> it's just light mind you i hope that doesn't this doesn't turn dark and mysterious I in know. the end as well it i'm slightly do. slightly worried that will any other book news uh no i did i did pay a visit to the uh, the bookshop in whitby and had a little browse around their shelves and uh you know did did my bit of librarian duty that you do when I you see a book out of place and I'm thinking I need to change that but along comes the assistant and changes it before I can even get my hands on it so uh so they're on it <laughs> how dare they I know how dare they do I did job? I was about to do it and then and then she came along because she was putting books away as well and and did it anyway and I said oh yes that's in the wrong place isn't it I said they obviously <laughs> thought it was Holly Bourne rather than Holly Jackson <laughs> I'm the same. I'm terrible. If I'm in Waterstones and I overhear people going, "Where's that? that where's that book?" I just dive right in. I'm like, yeah. "It's over here," and then I'm telling them the review for it and the books they should read after it. And then I'm like, "What am I doing?" Can't <laughs> I help myself. I can't. It's like a busman's holiday. But anyway, I'm going to make regular visits to the bookshop. There's another one actually in town that's got a coffee shop attached to it. So I'll probably, I'll pay a visit to that one as well. We'll have a a little chat about that one. You'll have to take some pictures in there reading your book with a cup of coffee. I will do. Get that book aesthetic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So next week we will be back. We will have got to page 100 of Convenience Store Women. So please join us. Um, uh, and read up to there as well. Hopefully you can stop yourself and you won't continue reading, Claire. You need to stop yourself. I will. And I, not will. Continue. I will. <laughs> or I'll um, tell you and also, I will. Yeah. <laughs> and you've actually finished the book. Like, we, we will keep doing the podcast and you finish the book in the first week and just didn't tell me. Yeah, and I'll be telling you about something and you'll go, oh, I haven't read that bit. Yeah. <laughs> when you're like, no, you know the bird I bit? Won't. Did you read the bird bit? <laughs> Yes, I read the bird bit. Um, and next week we'll be able to tell you our ratings of the two books that we were reading this week. You'll able to, you'll be able to know if we will be returning, renewing, or overduing our books, A Bright Way of Darkness, or should we stay or should we go? Currently a renewal. <gasps> oh yeah, I would say mine's currently renewal. I think if it gets too gritty, I might have to give it back just because it'll be too much. <laughs> My inner feminist will be raging about <laughs> But that's what I love about reading. You can enjoy other people's perspectives in books that you necessarily would never have wanted to know about or hear about. But in reading, you can really enjoy that and, and get to see those sides of a story. So I will keep with it. I think it will be a, a strong renew, I'm hoping. I think it sounds like it. It would be for me, I think, listening to how you yeah. describe it. <laughs> I, I seem to describe it very passionately, which means I think I'm enjoying it. Yeah. 
remember to follow us on our Instagram, Lounging with Books. Claire's going to be posting beautiful pictures. Me too. Get those thumbs on. And of course, we're still waiting. Um, please post those yellow convenience store women books if you see them in the wild. Never seen a yellow one yet. Um, I'm looking though. I'm looking too. <laughs> and it is goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Mm-hmm.